Hallelujah. It means that there's life in him. It means that there's healing. Hallelujah. It's great coming your way again, once again, to today, this beautiful Sunday morning. A day that God indeed has made. And um, we have chosen to be glad in this beautiful day. I want to share something very briefly with you. This is Bishop Ernest Ayi from the Greater Love Church, Teshi Apache or Teshi Laskala. Hallelujah. And um, I trust God that something beautiful will happen to your life in these challenging times. I have come here to, to strengthen your heart, to encourage you. I have come here to let you know that together we are going to pull through this situation. Everything will be fine because God is with us. David said that, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. When God is with you, it doesn't matter what you go through. What is important is not what you go through. What is important is who is with you in what you are going through. Because, because who is with you is what would define the outcome of whatever you are going through. Hallelujah. So David said that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death and you see when somebody walks through the shadow, you can only walk through a shadow when the, the real thing is close to you. You can't walk in my shadow if I'm not close to you. So for David to go through the valley of the shadow of death, it means that death was very close. But he says that I shall not fear my heart would not be afraid. Fear would not take over my life because the Lord is with me. Hallelujah. And I am here to let somebody who is listening to me, wherever you are listening, whether in Europe, in Spain, in Italy, in America, in Ghana, in Accra, anywhere you are listening to and you are watching this, this broadcast, I have come here to let you know that fear will not take over your life. Why? Because God is with you. Whatever is happening in our world today, coronavirus or no coronavirus, whatever it is, be rest assured that the Lord is with you. And because the Lord is with you, you will not perish. He said that thy rod and thy staff, they would comfort me. You receive comfort from above. Hallelujah. So I've come to share with you something very important, something that God has laid on my heart to come and tell you um, what you must know is that God is not ignorant of the happenings in our world today. God knew that today as we are standing here, what is happening would be happening. He knew it because nothing takes God by surprise. Nothing takes God by surprise. This is not a sub. God, God knew that something like this is coming. And he had you in mind. And there's a reason why God has permitted this to happen. There's a reason. You may not know everything, but there's a reason why God has permitted this to happen. There are so many things that we don't understand. 
one of the things um, one of the things that God showed me early part of this year was that you see the day that we enter the year which is the day which is Wednesday there is a spirit there's a spirit that controls that day every day is controlled by a spirit every day there's a spirit that controls every day and the and the spirit that controls Wednesday is the spirit that kills people in groups. It kills people in groups. And we entered the well. We entered this 2020 on the day that that spirit rules. You know, it has an effect. I remember God gave us a direction to do in the beginning of the year. And um, I gathered my congregation and we carried out that direction. Because that spirit has been set to also rule in the year, you know, but it will only prevail over people, over people that are not under the covering of God. Hallelujah. So, I want you to be rest assured. Know that the power of the Holy Spirit is superior to any spirit that has been set over a day to rule the day. And therefore, to influence the happenings in the year, because the year was entered into on that day, the Spirit of God is superior. So your faith in God at this time is very is necessary. It is the weapon that you need to defeat any enemy that has confronted our world today, like the coronavirus. So I've come here once again to stir up your faith. I've come here to stir up your faith. I've come here to let fear dissipate from your heart and let your heart be at peace in the midst of chaos. That is what God, God gives you peace in the midst of chaos, confusion. You know, it is an evidence of the presence of the Lord with you. Hallelujah. That is why I trust God that in these times, uh, you would be at rest. Like the Bible said in Psalm 91, a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand on your right hand, but they will not come near you. You will see the fallings on both sides, on your left and on your right, but it will not come near you. With your eyes, you will see and behold the reward of the wicked. Hallelujah. I prophesy this into your life. This would be your situation in the name of Jesus as we go through this season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to read something from the book of Samuel. The first book of Samuel. And we'll read chapter number 17. The first book of Samuel. And chapter number 17. What I wanted to understand this morning is that you see, what you see affects what you believe. What you see, it affects what you believe. So there's something we call exposure. When, when you meet people who have traveled uh, wide and near, they've traveled, you know, they have something we call exposure. They, are, they do things that people who don't have exposure do not do. There's something they believe can happen that the people who haven't seen it before can't imagine that something like that can happen. 
So you see, what you see has an ability of affecting what you believe. And today, I have come here to let you know. I want to show you a few examples in the scriptures to show you what happened to people because of what they saw. What you see can affect your faith. It can affect what you believe. What you see, it can affect what you believe. You see, if you haven't seen somebody who, who, is, who was paralyzed, was paralyzed and was healed by God, you can never believe that it will be possible for a cripple to be healed. You can't believe it. When you see one, it changes your faith. Something about your faith is affected. You see, you are able to believe more than the person who hasn't seen what you have seen. And this time, what is happening in the world has unfortunately affected the faith of some people in a negative way. But today, I have come to let you know that this negative faith, which is called fear, can be erased and something else can be introduced and God will come through for you and put a smile on your face and something beautiful will happen to your life. Let's look at the scripture in 1 Samuel chapter number 17. Every, I'm sure that if, um, if you love God and you have been reading the scriptures, this passage will be very familiar to you. This about David when, when, God, when God asked um, the prophet Samuel to go and anoint one of the sons of Jesse to be king over Israel. Okay. And um, Samuel went and uh, you know all the blah 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 that went on. I mean they went there. He went there. He couldn't find David. Everybody else was brought except David. Until the prophet asked, is there not another? Before they remembered that David was at the backside of the desert. And they went to bring him. So the long and short of it is that David was anointed with oil in the midst of his brethren. That's chapter 16 verse 23. Chapter 16 verse 23. David was anointed with oil in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of God, according to the word, the spirit of God came upon him from that day forward. Not oil, the spirit of God, not oil. He was anointed with oil in the midst of his brethren. But, but the spirit of the Lord is what came upon him from that day forward. Because see, the oil was used as a medium to invoke the presence of the Holy Spirit upon the life of David. So the spirit of God came upon David from that day forward. You see, the minute the spirit of God comes upon somebody, something about the person changes. Something supernatural begins to take over that life. Hallelujah. And I believe that at that time, something supernatural began to take over. Now, David was sent by his father because he, there was a battle and, and his brothers were part of the army. So his father sent him to go and give food to the brothers. So David left his sheep, the sheep that he was taking care of, with a keeper and, and, and took the food, took it to the camp to go and give it to his brethren there. Now when he got there, he heard something happening. He heard something happen. But before that thing happened, look at, look at this. Let's Let's just read this one and then you get it better. 17. Okay. From verse 17. 
Look at them from verse 1. It says that chapter 17, 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we are reading from verse number 1. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Shoto, which belonged to Judah, and pitched between Shoto and Azekah. Verse 2 says that, and Samuel and Saul the, the, and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines took on a mountain on, the, on one side and Israel stood, stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. So two mountains, okay, one army stood on, on, on one mountain and the other one stood on the other mountain. And there was a big valley in between, okay, and the battle was about to start. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits, six cubits and a span. And he had an ailment an helmet of brass upon his head and he was armed with a coat of mail and, and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. So you see, what was said was that there's no need for all of us to fight in this battle. What we need you to do is that come, bring somebody from your camp, the one you believe the most. Because Goliath came out to challenge them. Bring somebody to come and fight me. If, if, if I kill the person, all of you will become slaves to the Philistines. If the person kills me, all of the Philistines will become slaves to the Israelites. Do you agree? Wow. Then, as they went on, in verse 20, in verse 20, and David rose up early in the morning and left the ship with the keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench as the host was going forth to fight and shouted for battle. For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array. Army against army. Verse 22. And David left his courage in the hand of a keeper of the carriage and ran into the army. Hey, this man. And came and saluted his brethren. And, and listen, and as he talked with them, I want you to listen. And as he talked with them, as David was talking with his brothers, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistines of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same words. And David heard him. Wow. Hallelujah. And David had, and David had them. And listen, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were so afraid. When they saw Goliath, the sight of Goliath scared them, terrified them. So when they saw the, when they saw Goliath, they ran. Everybody ran back into their camp. 
You see, so I was telling you that, you see, what you see can affect you. It can affect your faith. What you see can affect your faith. Do you remember the day that God instructed Moses to, to select one person each from each, each of the 12 tribes and send them to the promised land to go and spy the land. Now when they went to spy the land, they saw the sons of Anak in the land. You see, what they saw terrified them. They said that, no, we are not able to take this land. Oh, we other will become, we, you see, we, we, we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And so were we in their eyes. The sight of the sons of Anak affected their belief and their faith that they could take over the land. So what you see has an ability to affect what you believe. Hallelujah. I pray somebody is listening to me. It can affect it. It can affect it. Now let's look at the last passage of scripture in the New Testament. This time in the New Testament. In Matthew chapter 14. And um, we'll be reading from verse number 26. It is good to read the Bible. Hallelujah. The book of Matthew chapter 14. And then we are reading from verse number 26 or 25. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. What they saw walking on the sea what they saw, what they saw had an effect on their faith. They began to fear. Instead of believing, they began to fear. Now then, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. Verse 27, but straightway Jesus spake unto them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. Watch it all. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the boisterous wind, or he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. <laughs> Instead of faith, no. You see, the master is the one who has called you. Come. And you have stepped on the water. For the first time in your life, you stepped on water. And you began to walk on the water. Why would you not keep your focus or your faith focused on the one who has spoken to you? Now he turned and began to look at the wind that was boisterous. And fear entered his heart. And immediately, he began to sink. Church, what you see has an effect on what you believe, on your faith. And as we go through the season of coronavirus, you watch the television, and you keep getting updates, and you see what happened, what's happening in other countries. You see the effect of the virus and all that. It gets to a point that you begin to sink in faith. You begin to sink in faith. You begin to ask yourself, so, so, I mean, what will happen to me? 
you begin to be afraid of everything. <laughs> yeah. Afraid of talking to people. Afraid of meeting anyone. Your life, instead of faith, is full of fear because of what you are seeing. Ladies and gentlemen, today, any fear that has entered into your life by the door of the eyes, by the door of the ears, any information you have received, today, I came to let you know that God has not given us the spirit of fear. God has given us the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. That is not from God. Today, may you be delivered from the power of that fear. Today, I came to prophesy to someone that you will not sink because of what you are seeing. Anything that you have seen that has affected your faith in a negative way today, I curse the influence of that negative faith in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ said unto them that fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, do not fear. I am the one, don't fear. And as, and, and as Peter got on the water and began to do the impossible, the impossible was cut short because of the negative fear. Hallelujah. Now let your attention turn away from the effect of the coronavirus and begin to look unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of your faith. Begin to look unto Jesus. The one who has power to save. Begin to look unto Jesus. The one who has the power to preserve you. He shed his precious blood for you. And by the power of the blood. You are shielded. When evil is coming in your direction. When that evil sees the blood that is shed for you. By faith. Your faith in that blood. That blood will speak to that evil. Let your faith be in what Jesus has done. Don't center on the negatives. Don't. 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 Last week I had a gentleman who was supposed to, to, to report at work. <laughs> when they asked of him, he was not there. And when he was called, they said, oh, no, 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 no. Charlie, he doesn't want any sickness. He's afraid, so he has run for his life. <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's good. I'm not saying that don't take the instructions and the measures that have been put in place seriously. Do take them seriously because I do. I wash my hands regularly. I sanitize my hands regularly. I, I like, I prefer washing my hands more than even the sanitizer. Yeah. I make sure that my, my vitamin C is in place. You, you get it? I, I do that. I wash my hands like the way the nurses wash their hands. Not just anyhow. I, 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 I practice that. I practice distance. Social distance. I do that. It is, it is important you do that. But listen. Don't get to the point where now instead of faith in God, you are possessed with fear. Afraid of everything. Because, you see, the truth is that you can only be careful to a certain extent. Yeah. 
you can only be careful to a certain extent. Beyond which, there's not, not much you can do. It is at that point that God takes over. Today, let that fear in your heart leave you alone. Be like Peter when he started walking on the water. Let your focus be on Jesus. Because the boisterous wind, the angry wind, was there when Peter was stepping into the water. When he was walking, the boisterous wind was there. But he was doing it because his focus and attention was not on it. But the minute Peter began to give the boisterous, the angry wind, attention, he began to sink. Norosi attire. Don't let your attention be captured by the coronavirus. No. Let your attention be captured by your faith in Jesus. Believe that God is able. <laughs> God is able. Watch it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were thrown into fire. That was unusually hot. It was heated seven times hotter than what it's supposed to be. And yet, the presence of God with them, their faith in God, even though they were thrown into, their, into the fire, they were preserved by their faith, not their fear. Danger, death was staring them in the face, but they chose to believe in God. They said that, they said that we know that our God would deliver. We know it. Our God will deliver us. But even if he doesn't, we will not bow to you. We will not bow to you. That's faith in God. We will not bow to you. And you and I know what happened. Eventually. They made history. The king came and said that. Ah, did we not put three people in the fire? I know their name. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. We even changed their name and gave them other names. But I know that they are three. They were three. So he asked the magicians. The wise men. Did we not? They said, oh yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Then he said that, how come I see a fourth man? I see a fourth person like the son of God in the fire. And I see the people moving up and down in the fire. When he heard that, he screamed their names, come out. And they came out, church. They came out. And the amazing thing is that, you see, the Bible said that, not, not even a strand of hair, not a strand of hair was bent. And their coat they were wearing was not, were not bent either. And there was no smell of smoke in the clothes of people who have entered into fire. Think about it. How can they be walking in the furnace of fire that, has been, that had been heated seven times hotter than usual? They were passing up and down in it. Think about it. It's not a fairy tale. It happened. If God could do that, then in the midst of this virus, eh, coronavirus, God will even do more. Remember, it's the same yesterday. He hasn't changed today. He will not change tomorrow. If we preserve them because of their faith, how, however close this virus comes to you, God will preserve you. It will never be part of your history that you fell victim to it. 
And anyone who has fallen victim to it, you have been infected by this virus. I want, I want, to rest I want you to be rest assured. You will recover. You will not join the dead. You will not, you will not fellowship with the dead. But you would fellowship with the living. I prophesy this into your life. Even if there's no medicine to cure you, to heal you, I prophesy into your life today that you will not die. You will live to declare the works of God in the name of Jesus. You will live to show how glorious and how merciful God is after this, after this, this season. In the name of Jesus, you will rise up on your feet once again. That cough will give way once again. That, that difficulty in breathing, it will give way once again. Your breathing will normalize. I prophesy this into you. If only you can believe it. Look at your situation. Turn around in the name of Jesus. God is with you. Believe in him. If your focus is on God, it doesn't matter what is happening around you. You will survive it. What is important is that God will be with you. What is important is that God will be with you. What is important is not what is happening in the world. What is important is that, you see, your concern should not just be what is happening. Who is with you in what is happening? It will determine how your end or how the end would be like for you. So I came here today to encourage you. Don't allow fear to take over. Because what you see can affect what you believe. It can affect it. Don't let it take over. Let your faith in Jesus be strong. Let your faith in Jesus be solid. Believe. Choose to believe what he has said. This is the season that you should read your Bibles even more. This is the season that you should pray even more. This is the season. Hallelujah. Because, because your prayer is a sign of your faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is a time to pray more. This is a time to pray more. Read the Bible more. Read it. Read about the healings of Jesus. The miracles that Jesus. Read it. Go through it. Go through it. Instead of sitting behind the television 24 hours. Now that there's a almost, almost a lo a total lockdown. Because from, from this, from tomorrow morning, 1 a.m. Eh, tomorrow is 30th. 30th. 1 a.m. from that time. Eh, restrictions everywhere. So some of you may not be able to go to work because of the restrictions. But listen. Take advantage of this and build yourself up spiritually. Pray more. Don't spend the time don't spend the time sitting behind the television to get update of the coronavirus from morning to evening. It will kill your faith. It will introduce fear into your life. And you may sink. You may sink like Peter began to sink because his focus was now on the wind, the negative news, and he began to sink until Jesus rescued him. Don't concentrate on that. Spend time, quality time in prayer. If you don't know what to pray for, speak in the Holy Ghost. Speak in tongues. Bishop, for how long? For as long as you can. You have the day. You have the day. Use it. Use it. Pick your Bible. Read your Bible. Take a Christian book. 
Christian literature. Read it. This is the time to build up. What am I telling you? I want your focus, your attention to be on Jesus. They saw Goliath, they ran. <laughs> they saw the sons of Anak, they ran for their lives. They saw Jesus walking on the, on, the, on the sea and they didn't know that he was the one. They began to scream out of fear. What you see can affect you. But listen, let your focus be, your attention, let it be on Jesus. And as it stays on Jesus, is it a pastor, what is Jesus to see? Listen, Jesus is the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Verse 14 says that and the word became flesh. The word which was God became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And you and I, you, you know that it is Jesus uh, in the Trinity who came in the flesh. So if the word was God and that word came into the flesh, it's talking about Jesus. So the word is Jesus. So if I'm saying that focus on Jesus, it means focus on the word. Let your attention be on the word. And your attention cannot be on the word when you do not read the word. Read it. Stay. Stay focused on the word. And something beautiful. You will have a beautiful story to tell. In the name of Jesus. I want us to pray. I want us to pray this morning. As you have heard the word. Wherever you are, if you can close your eyes, you may close your eyes. If you are aware, you cannot close your eyes. It doesn't matter. You can still pray. Whatever you have heard, I know God has spoken to you. God says something to you in particular. Do you know that it's only in church? It's only in church that everybody is put in the same classroom. It happens only in church. That those who became born again 10 years ago, they are sitting in the same church, in the same, listening to the same message eh, with the person who became born again a week ago. But you see, the, the, the mystery is that with the same message, God speaks to everyone differently. And I know that, I know that you have heard. God has spoken to you. Maybe what God is telling you may be different from what God is telling somebody. Based on what God is speaking to you, today. I wanted to pray. I wanted to pray. Talk to God about it. Father, we bless you. We thank you this beautiful morning. Thank you for this beautiful Sunday morning. Thank you for your word. Oh, you said you commend us to your word, which is able to give us an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Wherever you are, I want you to pray. I want you to lift up your voice in prayer. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you that faith, faith will rise up. Thank you that fear will not take over my life. Talk to God this morning. Marakaya. Nario Sayabanta. Nene Mekebontaya. Ababano Rosia. Marokebanta. Nene Mekeaba. I 
Koko ya baba na rio siantane ne mekebaya abako matane ne mosiantane ne mekeya noroko bo siantana na makayaba oh father thank you for giving me direction as to what to do oh god in this season of the imposition of restrictions in the name of jesus zokabane ne mekeya ibato rosianda rakotane ne mekebantane ne medeya ikayanto rosianda bantane ne mekeya i thank you for divine guidance in the name of Jesus, I thank you for divine direction, God. In this season of lockdown, in the name of Jesus, pray to God. I believe He has spoken to you this morning. Whatever He said to you, whatever He laid in your heart, I wanted to talk to Him about it. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you for this beautiful morning. Thank you. We thank you that no one has an encounter with you and ever remains the same. Therefore, I'm grateful for, for, for my audience, wherever they may be. Thank you. Morosiata, and whichever time they may be watching this, I am grateful to you for their lives that they will never be the same again. Morosiata, that no one listening to me, watching me, Norokiantanenemokaya, will be victimized by this coronavirus in the name of Jesus. Marakeyontanenemekeboya, I am grateful to you, Morosiata. I thank you for the presence and the release of your power, Marosiantanenemekeya. If you are watching i wanted to stretch forth your hand towards the towards the screen and i'm gonna agree with you and i'm gonna pray with you oh jesus i pray father for anyone who is acting in faith father i join my faith to their faith and i declare to them today i declare over their lives that they will not perish they will not be taken away in the midst of their days in this season of coronavirus in the name of jesus Anything that threatens their very existence, Father, I decree that thing cast from today in the name of Jesus. Let them be preserved from the crown of their heads to the source of their feet. I declare them covered. I declare them secured in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been empowered to eat up their destinies, today I cast that thing to lose power for the source of the power of that entity to be dried up in the name of Jesus. You shall live and not die it shall be well with you the bible says that say ye to the righteous it shall be well with him i say to you in the name of jesus there cannot be a there cannot be a surer prophecy than the word so i stand on this word and i prophesy to you it shall be well with you it shall be well with your health it shall be well with you it shall be well with your family it shall be well with you it shall be well with your business it shall it, it shall be well with you it shall be well with anything that you do in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your name today. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Maybe you're also watching me, but as I'm speaking, you know, you know in your hearts that you're not born again. Listen, this is the time to run to God. This is the time to run to God. 
there cannot be a more appropriate time to run to God than this. Because he will save his people. I don't know if you are part of his people. You remember when Jesus Christ taught us to pray? He said that after this manner pray, our father, <laughs> our father. When you hear the word father, father connotes relationship. If somebody mentions or calls somebody father, it means a person is either a son or a daughter. The person may be a child. You, you see, so, so, so father connotes relationship. God seeks your relationship. He will not hear you. It is not just calling. One day I was in a plane that was about to fall. The plane started dropping actually. And the scream of Jesus I had on the plane, I was shocked. I said to myself that, hey, son, now my master has a lot of secret admirers. Don't wait till that time and begin to scream. No. I was sitting on that plane in comfort. I sat in the plane and everybody looked at me, looked at, looked at me very weirdly. How can this thing be happening? You are sitting down as if nothing was happening. Because you see, now me 19 and BB, so I see there was something that I was standing on. That's why they say that if a blind man said that I will stone you, the, the blind man has spotted something. As I was sitting down, there was something, there was something I had. And what did I have? I had Jesus. And I knew that Satan, Satan cannot kill me. I knew it. So I was not disturbed. You get it? I wasn't disturbed. I was not worried at all. You know, you may not be like that. If you have Jesus, you become, you, you see, you have to be at peace. I was calm. And I was only praying in the Holy Ghost as I was sitting down. Morosia, katan, nemoya. If I had died, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be hearing me preaching today. I definitely survived because I believed in Jesus. Do you get it? Because when he, when he rose from the dead, the Bible says that before he ascended, he descended and he took the keys of hell and death from him. So I tell him that you lack what it takes to kill me. My master is the one who has the key to death. If he doesn't open that door, I don't enter. You don't have it. Do you understand? It's my faith. Once again, spared me. Somebody followed me to my church because of that to testify. That as I was praying, something entered into her. And she knew that the plane would not fall down. Church, listen. You may be listening to me. And you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You are losing. And because he will save his own. He will save his own. Today I want you to become one of his own. And it is very simple. I'm going to lead you in the sinner's prayer. And when you pray this prayer from today, your name has been added to the list of God's children. Satan will not be able to take advantage of you. In the name of Jesus. If you are ready, I want you to, I want you to close your eyes. If you can, close your eyes. If, if, if you cannot, don't worry. I want you to lift up your hands if you can. If, if, if you can lift up your hand, your lifting of your hand is a sign of surrender. You want, you want to say this prayer after me. I want you to say it from your heart. Make it your own prayer. Say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father. I come to you this morning as a sinner. I know I cannot save myself. I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, came into the world 
died on the cross, shed his blood for the cleansing of my sins. So this morning, I surrender my life to Jesus. Say this morning, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Say this morning, I confess with my mouth, from today, I belong to Jesus. Say from today, I am born again. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Thank you, Father, for coming into my life in the name of Jesus. Now say they say, Father, please write my name in the book of life. So that one day, when this book of life is opened, my name will be found in it. Because your word says, whosoever is not found written in that book of life is cast into the lake of fire. Father, I thank you. Thank you for including me. Thank you for receiving me. Thank you for saving me today. In Jesus' precious name. If you said this prayer, I wanted to shout a big amen.